All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV on a uh, somber day. Uh, we came in, you know, and got the news uh, about Del Wilkes passing. Um, Del was in studio with Buff, and I got to tell you... Um, Really sad over the passing of Del Wilkes. He was uh, a wonderful human being. I know a lot of people or some people didn't agree with his politics. But I got to tell you, in the short time we knew him, he was um, he was a special guy. Farrell? As the show gets started, I hear that bell tolling. I... I I'm I'm tired of that bell tolling. There's something about this business. I don't think he made it to 60. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with some of the things he did, one, one of the things that I thought was very cool about his resume was in 1991 he was voted Most Inspirational Wrestler of the Year by PWI. And I guess for my partner, this may be what it was like for me with New Jack because I know my partner was a big fan of the Patriot as far as his politics go he came in educated he came in and came across as a very intelligent man his opinion was his and he had every right to it good guy from what I saw of him I only got to meet him that one time but again you know, it's Mike. It's too many times with the bell tolling. It's um, it's too many times. It's just uh, you know, it hurts. It it definitely hurts. And and once when you're in the position that we are to have the privilege of getting to talk to some of these guys, and you get to meet them, and and they live up to your expectations, which I can say with confidence, Patriot lived up to your expectations. You were really looking forward to having him on, yes. right? Yeah. Um. He was a class act. Rest in peace. And um, I'm just shell-shocked from it, basically, you know? Hmm. It's, it's bad. It's uh, bad. Prayers to his family. And, um, Absolutely. Thank you for the moments you've given us as a wrestling fan, and I want to thank him for the moments he gave us here in this studio. Had a lot of legends walk through here, bro. And uh, yeah. Yeah. this one really hurt. For yeah. sure. Yeah, we've been stung quite a bit lately. By the way, sp speaking of legends, on the other line is future Hall of Famer Marty Jannetty. He's he's waiting. We got a few things to cover before we get to Marty. Okay. Um, Shoot. Marty's been on the show a few times. Yes, sir. We consider him a friend of the show. Yes, Another sir. Another good human being. Um, and we've got a little bit to talk about. I, I guess everybody's aware what the, the main subject of the conversation is going uh, to be. Okay. Uh, but... Yeah. Uh, right. First to discuss, Farrell, uh, Bill Cosby, released out of prison. Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby Ooh. took to social media to thank his supporters as well as Pennsylvania's highest court, which had overturned his 2018 sexual harassment and wow. assault conviction Ooh. earlier in the day. Wow. I've never changed my stance nor my story, tweeted the 83-year-old actor and comedian. I've always maintained my innocence. Okay. Thank you to my fans, supporters, and friends who stood through this ordeal special thanks to the pennsylvania supreme court for upholding the rule of law interesting thoughts 
Hey, hey, hey. I Jesus think it's okay. Christ. I think it's okay. I, I mean, I read into a little bit, and it sounded like they kind of like gave him... I know that when he was uh, charged with all of this, it came during that really fever pitch of the Me Too movement thing going on, and it, it sounded like a little bit from what I read that he kind of got railroaded somewhat, so it's uh, it's fine. I'm okay with it. Does this mean that he'll release the rest of those uh, Lost Fat Albert episodes? Remember that music? Hey, hey, hey! I'm making too much of a joke of this for you. I would like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty the Pharaoh and Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner Bart Griggs, make up the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hit that like and subscribe button, people. We would really appreciate it. Don't forget the theme song. Go to Spotify, iTunes, uh, well, I'm sorry, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation, where you can download the theme song of Monty and the Pharaoh, Riding High, which, by the way, we're working on having Becky Lynch use that as her theme song. It would be better than that, whatever that thing is. Because she's still the man. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. You can catch us on the Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube page, the Monty and Pharaoh Facebook live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Anchor. Catch us on the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch TV page. And right. if you're not, if that's not enough, if you're lucky to live in New York, you get to catch us a billion more times on Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 a.m. 7 p.m. to 7:30. Billion more times. Early risers at 7 at 6 a.m. to 6:30 on I Saturday. I this episode a billion times. And, it was awesome. And for the people that like to stay up late and party, yeah. hey. Channel 20, 2 a.m. to 2:30. We'll be right back. With our special guest, future Hall of Famer, super rocker, the better half of the rockers. Yeah. Marty Gennetti. See you in a sec. Hi, it's Josh, one of the table hot sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. What's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to underthetablehotsauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from. Created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen under the table hot sauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. MJ Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non sport cards, wrestling items. Autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here and produced out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. Marty Gennetti, how are you, sir? In the house, my brothers. In the house! <laughs> so Where thoughts are y'all? On... Are y'all in the same studio? We're, we're in the, into... Yeah, we're in the Go same ahead. studio that you were here uh, a couple of months ago, well, like six, seven months ago. Okay, the nice place. Okay, the, the nice place. Yeah, that's right. God. So, uh, <laughs> not, not, could, did, not did the other one wasn't, but that was just like it just was a real nice. Place. Yeah. 
You, yeah, the other one was kind of crappy. We could oh. we could say it now. It's okay. <laughs> oh, hey, so um, thoughts on Del Wilkes, Marty? Very sad. I mean, he was really loved around here, uh, you know, where I'm from, Columbus, Georgia. Uh, Jerry Oates, the guy that trained me, had a, a good hand with him, too. Good guy, man. Super nice guy. Super nice. You know, and I heard uh, what y'all were saying about him. Yeah, and that's, that's him. I mean, one of the best humans, educated. Uh, you know, but he spoke what he felt. You know, <clears throat> I like guys like that. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't like Terry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you never got to guess where they're coming from. You know, I'd, I'd like to be that way myself, but I, you know, I have to sugarcoat it a little bit. That kind of sucks. <laughs> Marty, what, is it, what does it do to you when you hear about these things over and over and over again in this business? I mean, he didn't even make 60. Uh, how did... What no, was he was 50-something. Well, you know, New Jack was a real shocker to me. Mm -hmm. Him and I were pretty good boys, and um, that was one, you know, he was, in my mind, was like one of those you consider indestructible. Right. You, you know, and just, and I got that call. Gosh, damn. You know, and, and you know, we do that. I work with uh, Dan up there in Boston, which was, I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit, <clears throat> with Boston Wrestling. And you have that show you know, on YouTube, Boston Wrestling. And New Jack had just come in uh, six days before he died. And he, he did great. I knew he would. I told Dan he's good, man. I mean, he's good for ratings. So he's good. And uh, and it went well because Dan was wanting to put him on, I guess, a, some a certain day. I don't know if Tony Atlas and Dan are still on the outs or, or what, but he needed to fill that slot. And I think he was going to let New Jack carry it. And then we got that call, you know. Did you cross paths with New Jack by any chance when he was up there? No, I didn't get to see him. But uh, they called me. They called me a while on set, you know, on the on the show. And uh, hmm. unfortunately, I didn't get the answer. But I left it on my voicemail. It was hilarious. Right. You know? And I agree with you too. By the way, he he did seem indestructible. It, it's still really bothering me that he passed yeah. on. And 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 as your questions, like, was it feel like? And Daryl being a little bit closer, because being like sort of, I feel we feel like he's a homeboy, you know, from down here. Mm -hmm. And uh, after a while, you know, what it's just started picking up again. Where there's one every two or three months, you know. We've had what three, three, three in the last four months or something, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. Yep. And uh, when that starts happening, I, I only can imagine. I don't want to compare, you know, to. Uh, in the military, but you know, from what my brother has told me, when the guys, all your friends that are you're fighting with, don't make it back home, you sometimes have guilt feelings of, well, why did I, you know, make it back? You know, mm -hmm. why me? Mm -hmm. and, and it's sort of you get that feeling when you're losing some of the good ones, even the ones you lose. I ain't got any bad ones, but some of the guys didn't really care about some. Um, you you start wondering. I've got to be. I've got to be in line. You know, it's one's mine. Mm -hmm. um, I've often said it. If you remember, about a few years ago, it was a rash of them. It was one after another after another for like it was like seventy in a ten-year period. And you know, when you do, when the phone rang in the middle of the night and the call started, did you hear what happened? You almost wanted to not hear that what name because you knew what it meant. You know what I mean? And. Uh, it got to a point, it was so common 
you don't desensitize to it. Every single one of them hurts. But you pick a, like a, a inner circle that you just, you hope it ain't them when you get that call. You know, and you cringe. And it's not a relief, but it kind of is like, at least it wasn't. You know, I got about four or five guys that I'd never want to get that call on. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I did get get it on one. Uh, but, you know, those, I would, we just don't understand it. I mean, we know we got had a rough life. We got, you know, there for a while there was a, you know, 300 days, 320 shows a year for year after year after year after year. The guys were doing so much to keep going. Uh, you know, and then it, it was the bodies, you know, they had to keep their bodies looking right. So I, I keep thinking that more, more the guys that were burning the candle at both end, meaning they might have been doing steroids along with the recreation, recreational drugs to keep going. You know, there was a lot of cocaine use uh, to keep you going. I mean, and the worst part about it is at night when you lay down, you're all geeked up and you got to take a downer. You know, and the routine's over and over and over, which is really why a lot of people was questioning Vince. Did he feel guilty for running the guys in the ground like that? And, you know, I don't know how Vince must really feel. He's not, you know, he can't say on camera. He might open up lawsuits or some shit. Right. But, uh, M- Marty, what makes you said something interesting before. What makes you feel guilty when they pass? Is it because you feel like, you know, uh, because, listen, I know you, 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 burn the pedal hard you you live fast sometimes do you right. do you do you feel badly because you say well what am i still doing hanging around or do you well, feel yeah. badly because you know you wish you might have gotten a chance to talk to them like when you almost crossed paths with new jack recently in boston i mean what makes you feel I like guilty I, I i would say because hell i was right there with them all we were all doing the same kind of life right you know why did he go like kurt henning that one hurt me bad road warrior hawk hurt me bad um and we were all tight, man. We all were, you know, comrades of, you know, the party life with the the work ethic. I mean, worked hard, you know. And, um, I mean, the only thing I didn't dabble around with was steroids because it wasn't going to do me no good. I was too little anyway. I wasn't going to have a chance to get growing old faster just to gain 10 pounds. Right. I would I still only be 230 and everybody's 290? Right, right. <laughs> but, you could have been the uh, ultimate Genetti. What happened? The yeah, ultimate right. genetic. Yeah, that out. would have that would have been pretty interesting. Uh, my partner is more the expert on the documentaries, Marty. Not to shift gears, but let's 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 yeah. shift gears. Uh, okay. Did you see the Shawn Michaels documentary by any chance? What's your take on the Shawn Michaels documentary? Yeah, but documentary or a biography? What, what, Mikey, which one you want to go after? It, we'll call it biography. Yeah, I was I was on a big part of the first hour of it. Um, which is so funny that you brought that up because I, I was going to mention that when we get into something else here. Okay. That um, I, it was a good experience. But, uh, they, you know, they flew a camera crew down here to me, basically, mm-hmm. um, and interviewed, and, and it was about a two and a half, three hour interview, very pleasant one. Um, as always, anything would involve in WWE it was a class act, and you know, had all the pro pros there in place, and. Uh, yeah, the, the producer and director himself, man, he's, I guess he, you know, he, he enjoyed it uh, and then he, he wanted to work more with me. So who knows what's in the future. But uh, what I was going to say out of that is uh, so many uh, 
compliments out of out of my part, you know, in the uh, biography. Even though I felt horrible when it showed because I didn't realize that I'd already had uh, the time they called me, I was already like eight weeks into my first ankle surgery mm-hmm. on the left ankle. Okay. And so I was I didn't I ain't been doing nothing but laying up with a leg in the air. Um can't I mean no kind of workout whatsoever. You're <laughs> just eating so lay there, eat and lay there, watch T V and hey, try usually, to sleep. Usually you got a leg over your shoulder instead of a leg up in the air. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> or somebody's shoulder. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at there. There you go. <laughs> they uh <laughs> but they uh yeah, man, it, it's it, it was and I had a a tooth had got knocked out uh, from a wrestling practice thing, seminar, working with some kids. Okay. And the pandemic was in full-blown lockdown, you know, and I couldn't get to a dentist. My hair was just still ain't worth a shit. <laughs> I couldn't get nothing. looked like a damn scarecrow out there. <laughs> and, and it was all Visually, I thought it was horrible, but I guess, you know, it came off all right verbally. And um, what was crazy is everybody liked it so much. It was a good showing. And I got, I guess I got about a hundred um, requests for podcasts after that. There you go. And and then the shit blew up with uh, Dan up there in the hell. It was called, it was it was a uh, watch along for Hell in the Cell, but we ended up renaming it Hell in the Studio. <laughs> <laughs> so let's back up a little bit, Marty. And, Just and to... then and then that. Wait, wait. Let me finish this. And then, and then that happened. I got a hundred for inquiries for the, you know, for the good stuff. And then the bad stuff blew up and I got a thousand. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that works there, bro? So, so I guess a train wreck is always better than a box of fluffy doves. Well, you know, that's interesting because again, I think, you know, in this world of we're a little bit different, right? We're, 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 we consider ourselves a broadcast, a not a podcast. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I would say that many of the shows are all friends in commerce, but we hear things that go on. And right. uh, Tony Atlas, who contacted me after he was on Dan's show and wanted to speak to me about some things that went down with Dan and him and a- actually asked me for advice on it, mm-hmm. which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Tony decided to part ways with Dan. Um, again, some people believe Tony, some don't. With you... Can you tell us what what happened at the start of that Boston wrestling thing and what led to whatever happened? Because, again, I asked uh, Dan for the video, but he wouldn't give it to me. Um, can, you, can, you, can you tell us yeah, what I'll happened? Give you, I'll give you the whole weekend. I'll just explain to you. that from It's going to take about five, ten minutes. That's fine. <laughs> so when's our next break? Five minutes? Yeah, about five or eight minutes. Go ahead. All right, I'll try to get to a good part by then. Um, it, it, we go in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and we do five episodes Friday, Saturday, so we'll you know, five a day. Um, come in usually the night before, pretty much always the night before, and leave, you know, that Monday morning. That's been our routine for about a year. Okay. And, um, it's, you know, loved it. The second surgery I had, now, now Two times ago, which would have been, I don't, I don't know, about eight, 10, 12 weeks ago, came in and, and did great. It was the left leg surgery was was uh, just about healed up. Everything was good and um, got through most of that pretty good. Then this, this past time when I come in, I had just had the right ankle about two months prior surgery on it, a, uh, a joint replacement. Anyway, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just getting past it, you know, all the pain and stuff. 
Right. And and thinking and you know feeling pretty good because there's my doctor who's one of the best in the world, Doctor McCluskey, Leland McCluskey, here in Columbus, Georgia. Um, you know, he's like, you're so far ahead of schedule. It's unbelievable. He said, I knew you would rehab it fast, but you're, I've never seen one heal this fast. But they, so we, um, you know, we were very positive on it. And uh, I was looking so looking forward to start training hard, get, get myself back in shape. Don't know about if I was going to get in the ring or not, but at least I could, you know, do some good things. And uh, Friday, Friday, Thursday night kind of set a tone a little bit. And what I mean by that is I got in late. Dan did good. He got me to the latest flight he could because, you know, I don't want to spend a whole day not working. Um, but I got in there. I don't know how he did it. He got me in the one that got in at 1 o'clock at night, you know, up there in Boston. And it it just – I'd already had seven hours of traveling by then. Because I have to drive a couple hours to get to a shuttle service in Columbus, Georgia, to go two more hours – no, I'm sorry, an hour to get to it, to go two more hours to Atlanta Airport which got to be there an hour and a half early, then a two and a half hour flight up to Boston. I had seven hours of transit already okay. the time I got there. Okay. At one, and one in the morning. And, you know, Dan is for the whole year that I've been working with him. He's always there to pick me up with somebody. Um, wasn't there, but he called me and he goes, go to uh, uh, the, the, there was a hotel would be there with a shuttle service which was fine with me. And he told me what was that over by the limos. Now I got this boot still on my right leg. You know, the, the one that's still, still, it ain't a hundred percent yet. And, uh, there's a little bit of a walk and I got there and I waited and looked around and waited and looked around and waited. Finally, I called him back. I said, brother, ain't nothing here. And, and he goes, are you in the right place? I said, I'm right where you told me. And so I wouldn't ask one of the limo guys. There was one guy there. Now it's like one thirty, uh, one thirty, almost two in the morning. One limo guy there, and he goes, "Yeah, right here's for the hotel." And I called him back. Said I'm in the right place. He called again, and he said, "He called me." He said, "Call this number. This is the hotel." They all tell him what's going on. I called them, and they said, "Shuttle's not there because we stop at 11 p.m." We Ooh. told your guy that. Ooh. So, you know, this is a hell of a time, and 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 you know, to be going through all this at the mm -hmm. airport and somewhere in Boston, I called Dan back, and he said, you know, F it, I'll get you an Uber, and he says, go where, go to where, find where the Ubers, and I did. I went up to the limo guy. I said, where are the Ubers? He pointed. You got to go over there. And it was like a damn quarter mile walk, and I'm like, nah, hell no. Nah. I got one crutch and one boot on. I ain't walking that damn far. You can't even see how far I had to walk. Understood. So that you know, I saw a taxi stand, and uh, I called. Uh, and then I actually hoped. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I was hoping the Uber might you know look for me. And I waited because Dan had said too. I think he told me it'd be like they'd be there in eight to ten minutes. And I didn't want to walk off and and get lost. But so when I called him back, I said, look, man, I'm going to get a taxi. Hell with this. It's now it's 2.30 in the morning, 2, 2.15 in the morning. I, I was just want to get to the damn room. You know? Sure, sure. So and, you were off to a really, really rocky start Oh, here. my okay. God. And then and then I went over to the taxi stand. Yeah, Dan called back to the hotel, called me and said, they said, oh, get, go ahead with the taxi. They'll pay for it. Because evidently he had set something up. They must have screwed it up. Hmm. Whatever happened. I'm out there aggravated as shit, <laughs> and it's just Thursday night, right? Mm -hmm. And the taxi stand, the, the, the dude 
I said, he sat there and he called the cab and, and waiting and waiting. I'm like, man, why ain't heard a bunch of cats? He goes, well, you know, I think he was Dominican or something. It was hard to understand his accent. Uh, not many cabs at quarter to three. What <laughs> <laughs> was the Iron Sheik driving it? Yeah, that was a little cheeky. Yeah. That's a little bit cheeky. Did you smell any uh, marijuana coming out of that cab? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, finally a taxi showed up. Now get in, and now he was Cuban or something. Now I'm trying to get another accent. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> and I told him where to go, and, and he looks at me like, never heard of. I'm like, oh, come oh, on, man. Oh, <laughs> I, said, I said, look, bro, just get me to the hotel. I'll make sure you get a big tip. Don't drop me all. I think they go by zones now anyway. They ain't supposed to do that shit when they drive you drive you all around did you get to the hotel before the sun came up i got to the hotel it was three o'clock right. i mean went in and checked in and went up to the fourth floor went to my room after all that the damn key electronic key did not work on the door <laughs> they had no phone in the thing oh my God. i could have just i could have just called my phone but i was so uh. aggravated i went storming back downstairs told the guy he came up with another key that didn't work so he opened it he opened it with a i guess a master key and and uh he says they'll fix it in the morning sometime they don't know when i said so i i'm going to the gym in the morning and then to eat i said i can't get back in the room he's laughed he said we'll get you in <laughs> oh shit yeah i did get in and i called Doc, you know to dan's credit he didn't go to sleep until he heard i was okay okay and uh Three, it was like 3, 3.15 in the morning. Now, I got my pain pills were towards the end, you know, and I can't get a refill anytime soon. So I'm, I'm not wanting to take them unless I absolutely got to, uh, you know, because I'm trying to stretch them through that weekend. And uh, I lay down, man, after – y'all know this feeling when you've done so much in a day, you, you lay down and you're so tired you can't sleep. It, yep. it was one of those, and then the right. pain started a little bit. The pain one wasn't, I guess the frustration comes out as pain. Sure. And, and I'm like, so I'm sitting there fighting it with me. All right, should I take one? Should I take two pills? But anyway, I took them, and I managed to get to sleep, and I got up early and worked out and had a good breakfast and got over to the studio. And, you know, everything went fine. Friday, I mean, man, we blazed right through, did great. So it was it was all good, you know. I never even mentioned it to Dan that I, I thought that was a little bit, you know. I, I you know it was okay. It smoothed over. Although you know that seed is buried in there somewhere, right? Sure. <laughs> the seed on your soul, like sure, why didn't sure. You make sure I got there, man. Right. Shit. So you were trying to write it off as shit happens, and and let's right. let's go do what we got to do. I got yeah, you. Yes, let's get our shit done, and and we did, man. Friday was beautiful. It was so good, man. It, you know, after the first day, we went to a nice Chinese restaurant. Had a great time there. I wish I could name it, think of the name of it. It caters to the boys. It's got mm-hmm. hundreds of the, of the boys' pictures autographed on the walls, and it's a nice ass place. Hula 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 I, I, I ain't gonna try it. But anyway, that was a uh, Friday night. Like I said, <clears throat> again, I got oh, I was so lucky. There was a nice gym right there at the hotel, and I had that worked out in a gym since the first surgery seven months so six and a half months so i was so happy to get in do my little rehab stuff and then do some weight workout and then second day again a good ass workout uh got my meal got back over to the studio and you can see for for the people that might be crossovers for each 
and then watch Boston Wrestling uh, on the uh, YouTube, you'll see in about three, now it was the third third hour that we, episode that we were doing for Saturday. Uh, I mean, we were breezing. So that would be five, six, seven, on week eight. Mm-hmm. You'll see, you can see a change because I'm always like happy and bubbly and, you know, love doing our, our things. That third hour, I started getting quiet because I started getting pain in my ankles for whatever. I may have pushed the workouts. I, that's the only thing I figure. I pushed them maybe a little too hard, which is something my doctor was concerned I would do. Hmm. He said, because we know each other. We played football together, and, uh, and he knows my work ethic from for, with sports from high school and college. Okay. So he's like, I, I know how hard you're going to do. Don't overdo it. And there's a possibility I did. Um, but I mean, everything was fine as far as, you know, Dan and I are fine. That mid third hour, I uh, started having the pains and it was getting, I didn't want to work more filming, right? <laughs> I don't want to like, but I have, I'm reaching down. Y'all will see, like I said, I'm reaching down and I'm, you know, massaging the ankles. I'm realizing, but don't, you know, make it obvious. Uh, and then it's probably, we got halfway through that third hour. And they got the bur- they they burn. I mean, they feel like they're in a furnace, burning. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't want to touch the pain pills yet because I'm I want to make sure I can get through that whole weekend. And uh, I man, Dan was talking about it. We you know, we always reviewed it when we were in the nineties, and some of the guy, you know, what did I think of this? What or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he's talking away, and I'm. You know, I'm sitting there like, don't make a face, don't you know? Because pain was showing my face a lot, and I'm thinking about how I'm, how's it looking, and and <laughs> I missed. I'm, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh man, I hope you don't ask me a question. You got that but, absorbed in your own pain. I got you. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, and okay. and so I, I, I'm. I look over at him. He looks at me, and I'm, I thought, oh shit, don't ask Dan. Don't ask a question. But he he goes, are you okay? And so it must have already started showing on my face. I'm like, and I didn't want to, you know, say much, but I'm like, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Trying to play it off like it ain't bad. Um, but it was hard to get through that last, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And when we got through with it, that was our third hour, right? I told him, I said, man, look, I, I, I got a blank on you. I'm so glad you didn't ask me a question right then. I said, uh, if it's going to happen again, I'm going to do the iron sheet. I'll chop my chest. <laughs> That's letting you know I'm starting to blank. Don't ask me something right then. And, uh, yeah, he's like, okay. And uh, we got into the fourth hour. And sure enough, it started happening. I'm like, fuck, I caught myself. So I'm, and he's looking at me. He's looking at me like weird. And I'm like, he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and he did. He just, I guess he totally, you know. So he was so absorbed in getting our material done. Hmm. And, uh. I said, remember what I told you this is going to mean? And he's, he said, uh, oh, <laughs> I forgot. And, and, you know, we got through the fourth hour. All right, so I figured we can get through one more. Um, I, I, was, I, I did not want that to happen again. I went over to my little bag and got a couple pills. Mm-hmm. And in the studio there, they have beer in the fridge all the time. Okay. So I went and had a beer with it. Because uh, that, that way I don't have to take too many. Because I've got such a high uh, tolerance to pain medicine. 
Right. And and or anything really. Right. Uh, and one right. beer would keep me from taking having to take three or four pain pills. Y'all have seen me when I take too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very first time we ever met. Sure. Yeah, time you punched yeah. me in the face. Not the first time. He punched you in the face the second time. That wasn't the yeah. The second time we met, he punched you oh, in the I'm face. Oh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. I way apologize, go, guys. Thanks. Yeah, way to go. All right. All right. Let's get let's get back on track here before I start thinking about that stuff. Go on. Where are we? So, uh, I, you know, and, and I, I knew it wouldn't, you know, that that two, two pills of the, of the strength I've got. Right. Because uh, my doctor, is, he goes by the book, and he knows me, a high tolerance. But he right. still sticks by his book. He's a big, good Christian man, but he's also just a very good doctor. Right. Um, he doesn't want to chance any kind of bad stuff. Marty, I'm so, relieved to hear that he's a friend of yours going all the way back to the football days. That that makes me feel good. I'm glad that it's somebody that oh, you can he's truly one of the trust. Best in the world. Good. He's one of the best in the world. He actually uh, studied under Dr. Andrews, which people come here mm-hmm. to, you know, from all over the country. Sure. He, goes, sure. he goes to Africa a couple times a year, does free work. I mean, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, were you were you able to get through the fifth episode? We're we're, we're at episode well, 10, 10 well, I I well, think now at this point. What you said you did blocks of five, so this would put you at like on your tenth episode. I'm yeah. I'm keeping track of the math for you too. Oh, okay, I, I love yeah, you. Yeah, so we're into five. We're getting ready to do five. Right. It took enough of the edge off, but it didn't take it all. I knew it wouldn't, mm. but that's fine. I just wanted to get some off. Okay. And the reason I'm telling all this shit, it'll make sense in a minute. Sure. Um, so we got through five, and I was like, now there's a break, you know, because we were doing a, a, what do you call them, the virtual signing live later. Okay. okay. And it would give me a two, three hour break to just relax and you know, stay at the studio, but go lay somewhere and just relax and hope that, you know, everything passes. He was like, our, our studio guy in charge, you know, in the, in the room, hollering something. I'm looking at him, like, what are you talking about? He goes, let's keep going. I said, do you know what number this is? Because I, I knew exactly what number. And he goes, well, I don't keep up with it. Uh, I'm thinking, well, I do. <laughs> that's mm. how we judge what we pay. Mm. And uh, I thought, well, that's, uh, he knows I'm hurting. Why would he push it today? Because I figured, okay, maybe we're just going to do four tomorrow. You know, But I was just thinking, that's kind of shitty a little bit, you know, because I'm hurting. Right. And But... You know, we did it, got through it, and but then it didn't leave us much time before the, the live, so no rest in between. Went right in and did that, and uh, you know, usually when them live virtual signings, as was the case Friday night when we did them, I cut up with the, with the fans. I love to. I, I mean, I don't even care what kind of crazy questions I got. I'll sure. take them. Sure. If we have fun with it, you know? Yeah. And um, couldn't do it that night. I mean, it was hurting that bad, and I, I hated, like, not cutting up with them and just probably looking like I was bored. I wasn't bored at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wasn't feeling good. Right. And it had not, I'm pretty sure it was those workouts in the gym because it had not been hurting me like that for a while. Well, Marty, um, I don't think it helped you to have to walk in the airport either. I don't think that Yeah, no, that first night. I mean, it, no, I'm sure it didn't. No, I don't think like it did. Said, yeah. uh, you know, it, what it is is little bitty things that accumulated. Um, I'm not saying Danny did anything wrong. He's, He's very aware of my pain because he's got uh, a bad pain too, and he's got he's got whatever it's CDRS or some kind of thing that from the car wreck with the sheik. You know, he's one of his legs is real bad. He has to take a lot of uh, medicine. And his pains. He told me the other day he was telling me how 
it'll get so bad. He was having one of his days a few days ago. It's so bad. He goes, that he's glad he doesn't have a gun with him because it hurts that bad. And I, I clicked with him on that because I know that feeling, bro. As I felt, I thought that same ass thing. Like, fuck this. I can't get any. And I couldn't get the liquor. Will always kick it. You know, for a little bit, Marty. But Mar but you got to be careful because with me, too yep. too much of it takes brings out an evil MJ. So and listen, Marty. Here's the question for you. So everything seems very like the whole story seems docile. Of course, I wasn't watching. Right, people were writing me after the fact. Here's my issue, and I want to understand something. It seems like you and Dan are on better terms, but oh, you're um, great, man. But we're, here we're, here lies here lies the problem. After this whole situation goes on, he goes on Sunday to talk about your multitude of problems and that was you that need Sunday help. Was or, or, or it was, after? It was a, I think it was a week after or a couple yeah, of the people, on, on the people could tell us. Again, if you're working with someone and you have a falling out or whatever else, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't a work. Well, here's – let me – again, pull it all together if I can try to do it like two minutes. Okay. Um, Saturday night. Uh, you know, I even kept telling them, this, this, I mean, we were doing uh, eight by tens, signings, uh, wasn't going good anyway. And, you know, we got to do the same thing tomorrow. Ain't hell in the cell, just do it then. I'm, I'm like, wrap it up, wrap it up. You know, and he, and he, he says like three different times, okay, last chance, we're about to wrap it up. Shit. <laughs> uh, I'm like, quit telling them that, let's go. Uh, but finally, it was over. It was good. We got, we got done. And, oh, my God, was I so relieved. And we were fine, me and him were fine, no, no. But you got to remember, that seed is in there. Why is he working me this hard knowing I'm hurting? Um, you know, and then that seed from the first night walking around two, two hours, and those little bitty seeds are in there, but there's nothing. I mean, uh, there's nothing he directly did wrong for me to be upset at him. Uh, Saturday night now, I'm going to go into the hotel, and I'm thinking the same routine. Yeah, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to get to the gym uh, probably. And I got this this referee uh, that works for him with Boston Wrestling. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. He might not want to be involved in this, but uh, he'll uh, give us a ride back. But Dan can't drive either because of his foot, his leg. And so we're uh, – I said, please stop by this store here. Uh, and got a little – y'all know what a half pint – a half pint of uh, – you know, it's tiny. It's like probably – Four of those little airplane bottles. Oh, the pharaoh knows what a half pint is. Go on. <laughs> so it's not much, in other words. But I figured, uh, you know, a couple shots of that, I won't have to do anything with my pills. And I can go to sleep. Okay. I'm going to get back to the hotel. And we go in, and, and the game is on. I think uh, the one where Brooklyn lost it to uh, gotcha. Milwaukee. It was, a, it was yep. a good game. We sat there in the lounge for a minute with a bunch of people cheering. I was cheering for Brooklyn. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he wanted me to watch. He'd wrestled before he started refereeing. He wanted me to watch a match and critique it for him. He said it's not long, seven minutes. So we went up to the room. Here's where the emotional shit starts. That caused a lot of Saturday, uh, Sunday. We go up there, and he's a good kid, man, great guy. And you know, watch his seven minute match. It was supposed to be like his first match. And you know, that's what I do now. You know, coach kids and and, and train them. I love that more than anything. And I was thinking, maybe he meant his first TV match because it was good. There was a couple of mistakes, and once I watched his match, I told him. And the main thing was the lockup. I wanted him to understand that the lockup is the most important move of the match because it starts it off. 
And, you know, his, you know, when you lock up, for example, when you lock up real weak, well, you just set the tone to the fans. It's like, well, okay, with Lexi Daisy. But when you wham and snap into it, like, okay, got my attention. And that's what I was trying to show him. So I, I had him, I said, lock up with me. Because I like train hands on. And we went to snap in lock so he could see what it you know, was supposed to be like. And the foot, my left foot, which I'd already moved the boot over, the left one's still messing with me. And that's the one you stomp down on when you step snap in. Oh my God, I almost shot through the roof. Mm. And I didn't want to like be embarrassed in front of him. But I couldn't help it. I was gritting. And he's like, Oh man, he goes, Don't, don't, you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to do nothing. Um, and then I that there was actually more I could have told him, but he's like, Well, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm not gonna bother you because obviously he's in pain. And at, when he left the room, man, the emotions. Because that's my thing now, is teaching the kids. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, man, I can't, I can never teach him again. I couldn't just do a lockup. And I started, I got a bit emotional. And I thought of something though about it. he had his hands way up high. And I called him. Even he, he'll 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 tell you this, attest to this. That like ten minutes after he left, I called him. The reason you don't have your hands up high is because we're working a shoot. If you have your hands up here, why wouldn't somebody double leg you? Keep them right in mid. That's what I was really trying to show him when he locked up. But he was all, you know, uh, appreciative and thank you. And, I was, you know, car, see you, stay in touch. But after I hung up with him, actually, that's when I got you know, a couple of tears because I felt like, man, I'm not even no good as a coach no more. I, I, you know, it took, it took a phone call for me to tell the kid what I would have told him immediately before. And it just got me down, brother. And, and what I have left out about all of this I was all, already emotionally distraught because my brother, who was my hero, uh, wasn't doing good. Still is, a, but he's resting. He's okay. But I had that on my mind all weekend. And so I think it all just took over at once that night, Saturday night. And uh, I called a couple friends to, like, I needed to talk to people. Um a couple of my girls and I gave me my sister talked to her because she's like, what happened? You were fine when you talked to me. You were just down about something. And uh, I called after that. I, it, it didn't work. And I, I called a girl that I know from Boston, told her I, you know, I needed company. I didn't need to be alone. Mm. And she showed up you know, 20, 30 minutes later. And again, remember now the intent was to get up in the morning and go to the gym. That's that was my main thing. So to rehab, you know, the shit and get a workout. Um, when she got to the door and opened the door and seen her. Just you know, not some people will understand, but um, I remember seeing her there with a bag, like overnight. I figured overnight bag. I don't know what else she had, might have had in it. And. Um, you know, I smiled to see her, but it must have shown on my face because she's, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, no. And she hugged me, and it was felt so good. It was not meaning sexual or nothing like that. It just felt like she was really hugging out of, of compassion. And uh, pretty much the next memory I got is going to the studio Sunday and Dan not letting me in. And I, I couldn't understand it. Now, remember, this is my memory. It's not what actually happened, according to Dan, and I believe him. Um, but when I got there, he had uh, 
I couldn't even tell you if the girl uh, stayed over or not. I mean, I called her and found out later, but I, I had no idea. I just knew that he had a guy pick me up that I was getting out of the car with. I kept calling him Eric Clapton because you, you know that song where Eric saying, Would you know my name? Sure. If I saw, he saw me in heaven. Mm -hmm. It was how his hair was. All this guy's hair was exactly like that. So I kept calling him Eric Clapton. He's a great guy, too. Love him. Uh, I got out of the car, went up to the studio, you know, see through doors. And there's Dan, and he won't let me in. And I'm, I'm, I didn't understand. I'm, what the hell? And, and, and I'm like, Dan, what are you doing? Because we got work to do, right? I'm telling you, this is me. And I was confused as hell. And I, get, I don't remember if he told... Eric Clapton to uh, to drive me around for a while, or called him and told him, but it, he just wouldn't let us in. He cracked the door a little bit, and I wanted to get in. He said, "No, no, go right around for a little bit or something." I I was confused as fuck. I was like, "What the hell?" And we got in the car, rode around for a bit, and you know, I'm talking to this guy, and I couldn't even cut up with him too much because I'm like thinking, "What are we? What's going on here?" And it crossed my mind at that time. Okay, wait a minute. He gave me half my money up front the first day, and he's going to give me the second half after we were done. I'm thinking, is he trying to get out of paying me the second half? Hmm. That was what was going through my mind. Okay. Um, and, and boy, it started. Then everything. Now all them seeds before. Okay, that Thursday night was shit. He didn't care to pick me up. You know, but Friday went well. It was Saturday. He wanted to overwork me while I was hurt. You know, my mind starts perpetuating and, and getting worse. You know, on man, what the you know, fuck? It was going to a bad place. Um, I, I don't know how long but we went back to the studio, and I guess we did a couple episodes. Uh, which Dan, and I'm gonna believe Dan because I'm telling y'all that I don't remember what happened with that girl until the, so I've got that big blank. So something off obviously was off with me. Um, Dan, Dan would have a better, uh, you know, recollection of, of how things actually happened. And, and in hearing him, I, you know, in that review you were talking about, yeah, he had said, um, you know, Marty showed up and he was just so out of it. I don't know what the hell he did Saturday night, but he couldn't do nothing but make everybody mad in the studio. And, I uh, had somebody get him out. So I don't actually know if, because I remember Eric Clapton picking me up from the, uh, well, me riding from the hotel. So I don't know if he sent me back to the hotel to sober up, if that's whatever, that's what he was saying. <clears throat> He'll go sober up. And then that was the second time we came to the studio. And I just don't remember none of that whole first. But anyway, that that caused uh, you know me to be in that place where this is bullshit, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. And I figured, you know what, we got the live show tonight, and I can't really be that mean. I love Dan to death, and I knew I couldn't be mean to him, but I needed to be if I was getting ripped off. And and um, understood. I, I I right before the hell to sell, I still had. Remember, I bought that half pint, and I had half of that left. So it's nothing but a couple of shots. But I had taken that, took a couple of pain pills, and thought, oh, now I'm going to cut loose on the live because he can't edit shit out when I ask him questions. And <laughs> for those that saw it, it was a disaster. And I was I was ugly to Dan, and I shouldn't have been. I kept telling him he didn't want to pay me. He's never shorted me. He's never even come close to it. 
he's never showed anybody in, in like whatever 19 years but that's just where my head had gone with all that shit that i've gone through and you know I, i'm sure that he kind of bothered him being called just basically saying that you're a thief so you know on live tv uh at one point i think he flipped the money over to me and i'm like all right so what what about this and what about that i think i started bringing up them little damn things needling them on it and he was needling me back and getting back because he didn't appreciate the money thing <laughs> one time i said well, where's my damn money then it was still laying there <laughs> he'd already gave it to me but um <clears throat> yeah that 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 was a bad thing and and i, I just contributed to uh, I had a bad day at the office, um, and, so, and, and I can still don't understand what happened from that Saturday night. I asked that girl, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but a lot of people might know her. Uh, she had a pill that she gave me the night before. Uh, she said hers was for nerve pain. She said, it'll help you. you she said, I gave you one of those, you know, that was it. And she, I guess she said you did a, she had a shot, a Jack Daniel shot or something. And she goes, but that doesn't bother you because she knows, you know, my party in ways too. That didn't, that didn't bother you. But uh, she's, uh, she goes, you just, you kept just mumbling. You called me three different girls. She said, you called me Carol one time. You called me a Tania one time. She, she was telling me these names I was calling her. So mm -hmm. I guess I was out of it. And Marty, maybe just Marty. over. Marty, despite the fact that your your memory of Wait. the actual Sunday was hazy. You have to at least be disappointed that working with this guy for quite a while, how did he not sense that you, your pain threshold was going to go into overdrive? Why did he keep pushing you? Okay, now that I've told y'all everything came straight with everything the whole world knows now, I got, I'll answer that, but you got to answer me one thing first. And I've been real, so be real with me. Sure. All right. Um, and I, I understand, so it doesn't matter what the answer, but just be honest with me. Mm -hmm. Why would y'all want to show a... A hit piece on me. You heard how bad it was. Why y'all are my boys? I thought I was y'all. Uh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to show a hit piece. I wanted to see the video. I asked him to see the video. I wasn't going to show you on there. That wasn't. That wasn't. I wanted to know what happened. I want. Listen, you've been a friend of the show. You're a good guy. And I wasn't watching the show. People had told me what happened. I tried to go back on to see what happened. I wanted to see if yeah, you were I was okay. Curious. And you know what? what? So we're being one hundred percent honest yeah. with you. I wasn't going to go put this on the show. I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. And uh, then I was I a little. I was even more disturbed that he went to social media and basically said that you've got major problems. And I didn't think that was right to do either. I and again, either, but he did, he didn't know. The extent because I didn't even mention Friday or uh, Thursday night to him how that bothered me. I didn't. Even, I never told him, so he didn't even know that was there. Hmm. Uh, he pro. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't tell him how I, it kind of disappointed me a little bit that he pushed on uh, extra after you know seeing he he knows pain. That's why we relate so good because he knows pain. You know he has the same shit. Right. Um, right. Yeah, but that was in there, and I never told him. I don't think I ever said, hey, Dan, this is bullshit. Now, come on. Right. You know, listen, I never said that. I just kept it inside. Listen, Marty, here's yeah. the deal. Whether you believe it, whether you don't believe it, right, you are a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You're Marty Genetti. Yeah. You're an icon. Yeah. You got nothing else. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. The guys I, 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 I need you to listen to me on this. Okay, go ahead. You come on these shows. 
you make certain people a good amount of money. There's a lot of fans that love enjoy watching you. Yeah. They give donations. They 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 subscribe, right? I understand you could have a falling out with a promoter or an agent, or we even could say Dan is your friend. That's fine. I don't. I just don't understand the fact that if something goes wrong on your show, which, you know, it happens. Okay, look, my friend. A lot of people think it's a work between you and me, and you could tell them it's a work, or tell them it's not a work. I really like you to clear that up too. Is that we've had our issues with each other. The fact of the matter is. I, I remember the first time I came in, I actually had a great time with y'all, but evidently <laughs> I was spaced out. That makes and, one and of you. Remember, uh, Butcher, what's his name? Blackwell was there. And, and Amanda had a great time with him. That girl, that the, the lady that does the radio show, was it Teresa or something? Yeah, correct. And, and everybody came there. Mm-hmm. And everybody came know, to see Marty Jannetty, the legend, right? And I, and I had such a great time while I was there. I didn't realize I was the only one having a great no, time. No, bro, we, we all had a great time. It was a really pressured day. It was, But I, I don't really want to get into that. My only point well, no, is this. No, no, no. no. Also, I was going to say out of that. Within the next episode I saw, Brother Man was uh, was was talking about, man, he came in here and he just disappointed me. And there was a kid here and I couldn't. I'm like, well, gosh, damn! Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> you should have seen it, Marty. Rather than on there, <laughs> you should have been there. No, that's true. <laughs> you yeah. missed the great if you were party. there, you would have known. Party with Marty was it was great, <laughs> but, but uh, all I'm boy. saying is this: I'm glad you and Dan made up. Yeah. I'm sure the Boston <laughs> wrestling fan, and I'm sure the Boston wrestling fans are happy you're yeah. going to be back on that show. Hey, but by I, the way, let me tell you, both of y'all this. I don't know if y'all get to though, but our show, which it has for a year now, airs right now, coming on at ten o'clock to eleven. And um, the chat room, I'm going to go in there. I'd love for y'all to go in and, and your viewers, because I'm sure they, they're watching this. And so it's going to be a lot oh, they, going they, on. Listen, let me tell you something. You gotta, when you're on that network, you're very popular. But yeah, yeah. all I'm saying to you, Marty, and I'm saying to the fans out there, right, yeah. is that if Dan has a problem with Tony Atlas or has a problem with you, you're both legends. You make him a lot of money. Have the respect to make a phone call privately and say, hey, Marty, you did me dirty. I just want to make that clear. I was unhappy with what you did. And you talk I, I, it out I like could, men. I could, I could agree with that. But at the same time, I feel bad that I put Dan in those situations. Dan's been good to me. He's never been mean or ugly to me. I mistook a couple of his ways, something sort of like what you're saying. I've already been in very happy. Let me ask you, let me ask you something, Marty. Have I, you I been good to have you have you been good to Dan? Have you been good to Dan? Well, it's what did I do to him Sunday. He, you know, he had to fix all that. You've also made him a good amount of money, my friend. Okay? You've been good to him. Look, some things get forgiven here. And, again, I'm not attacking Dan. It's I don't even know Dan. All and I'm y'all, saying. Y'all would love each other. Y'all should work together. Remember yeah. how it was with, with Dan the pizza man? And no. And y'all had that fallout? And, yeah, no, I don't I, like Dan I, the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait till but this remember, I tried to over. mediate oh that, and I yeah. tried to, and I, and I pieced that over. Yes, you um, did, sir. Yes, you I did. Don't know, and I don't know if ever anything good ever became of it. If it's still good, but I think you guys and Dan, I mean, could do some good business together. Dan, Dan, I, I, Dan. I, I always tell my people within the independent wrestling world, you know, when there's one independent show and maybe 20 miles or 30 miles away is another, and they go sabotage each other's shows and shit. That's stupid. If you no. work with each other, you're going to get way much more done. 
And, yeah, and especially when a deer picks a fight with Godzilla. But I, anyway, I, I honestly, go I got to be honest with you, me and the Pharaoh, we're, we just think about our show. We don't really talk about yeah, anybody else's I show. Don't get involved we in respect anybody, everybody yeah. else's show. And, and I will tell you this, Marty. First of all, I want to say thank you. for. I called you in very short notice, and you came on like the gentleman you are. Uh, we love you. I'm, I'm more than happy to, that you and Dan have made up. I, I, I'm sure the fans are looking forward to more Marty parties in the future. And I'm going to give them a lot better than what I have because – I had an off date, and I, whatever the reasons were, didn't, you know, somebody once told me, and I think it was my cat Swaggy, that a, a good excuse accomplishes nothing. So, I mean, I might have, and I'd call it a reason. There was a reason Sunday happened. Um, and, and this pain is, is, is the dejection that I may never get to do what I wanted to do, that these ankles may never heal 100%. Um, is, that's going to that's emotional shit that will probably won't go away for a while, but it will, it eventually will. Marty, but I mean, it's just between my brother, which is everything to me, and you know, wanting to do good that whole weekend, and then that thing happening with the kid that night, and I don't know, I don't know. It just it it overwhelmed me, and you know, that's the end result was what we saw Saturday or Sunday night. Bro, and I for think- those people that were watching the live, I apologize that I was ugly to Dan like that. Um, but now y'all know where my head was. I was thinking I was getting railroaded on, on pay and it made me think about the, you know, those other things that were, you know, petty, but still, you know, once you get in that frame of mind, it's like, oh no, man, you left me out there two hours at Boston airport. Oh no, man, you ran me in the ground yesterday when you knew I was hurt. Oh no, man, you just don't want to pay me my other half. (laughs) You know, all, all that shit festered out. That's all it was because well, none of it's true. Well, the first two things were true, but it was they were, Dan wasn't trying to do that. You know, it's just things happen. Shit happens. Like y'all said, shit happens on the road. Listen, you, you said it. It's a bad day in the office. All is forgiven. I'm glad you guys made up. We look forward to seeing you on the Marty party. And I got to tell you, Marty, you sound great tonight. I'm so glad the way you sound, and I want to thank well, you I'm again. I'm going to be good. I mean, that was something I was telling Dan. He's like, I'm going I'm to set you up to help you out. I want you to get, get reactive. Rehab ain't going to do shit for me. Look, man, rehabs I've been to. I've been to high-up ministers, uh, preachers. I've gone to friends. I've confided in friends that had the same issues. I won't say Jake Roberts or Scott Altman. But I've gone to guys that had a problem with my <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, buddy. And, and nothing is going to work until I can do it for myself. Rehabs are, are damn work, first of all. They might work for nine-to-five type of personalities. You know, a, a nine-to-fiver not putting them down, hmm. but does not live the lifestyle and have the personality of a wrestler. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, uh, totally yeah, get you know, it. So the rehabs, I mean, all that is is a pub, a PR stunt. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. he's trying. Hey, Ma- shit, Marty, if I, can, if I can get this in real fast, uh, you know, just coming from my point of view, Dude, we'd okay. never, we would never put a hit piece out on you. And besides, as far as this relationship between us and you goes, the only one who's ever done any hitting is you. No, that's true. So there you go. Okay. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow! Now you got me on that one. <laughs> come over. Well, come over and watch and get in the chat room. Cut up with us. I can't wait to see I can't wait to see what this. this you, well, y'all know where it's Boston Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, I can't wait to see. 
I can't wait to see that damn chat room tonight. They probably I want to see if they'll understand better or if they're just gonna tear my ass up now. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, my brothers. All right, let's stay in touch. All right, bro. See y'all. Bye. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence, Collision Specialists, 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. All right. Okay. When you bring us on. Was any of Jimmy, I just got the best hookup on tickets. Yeah, fill me in. I went to www.seatslinks.com and ordered the best tickets with the best prices. Call 718-676-0504. Seatslink, the complete ticket experience. Tell them Charles sent you. Nice to meet you. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. Well, you won't see another California soon. wine. Never again. New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and Farrell, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. We had to hit a commercial break. I yeah. am sorry for the muted. Yeah. We are back. You should all hear. Um... So, back again. So, everything seemed to be pretty benign, right? Yeah. Dan yes. and uh, Marty seemed to have gotten along. Uh, thoughts on that whole thing? Well, I think Marty drew a pretty good picture of the whole situation. And uh, as I was saying, I, I can relate to the pain deal. I understand what that's like. I mean, the fact that he was counting his pain pills and making sure he got through the weekend, that's a terrible feeling. Sure. Um, being pushed the way he was probably didn't help anything either. You know, at the end of the day, it sounds like some shit went down. But like you said, it's another, you know, it's another Marty, whatever happened on Sunday. He can't, he's, he himself said he can't even remember. Right. I'm like, hey, my God, you know, but hey, they've moved on. Matt, are you saying the audio's low? Good. Okay, thank you. Thank you, CJ. Um, What'd you think? I, look, I wasn't sure what. I wasn't sure what the outcome Where was going to be. Where did the hit piece thing from? Why was it, what, what's that? Because was that I, Dan? So Dan trying to say we? Wanted... I will say I have a problem with this. Yeah, what is? I that? wrote Dan and say, hey man, I went to go check the video. A lot of fans had reached out to me. Right. They said something went down. They mentioned Marty mentioned us and blah blah blah. Yeah. And Dan wrote me and said I would never share that piece with anybody. Then he went on to his channel and said that uh, I asked for the piece. 
and he must have told Marty I was going to show a hit piece on it. Well, and again, I didn't. I said I wanted it for the show because I wanted to see it, is, so, so we, we could discuss it like about. we did right. last week. Right. Right. Logical. Again, if he misunderstood, he misunderstood. Right. Um, hmm. Whatever. Uh, you know, again, the whatever file. Again, we're not about other whatever. shows. We're no. about what we're trying to do <laughs> you know here. That, you know, I'm all about um, that philosophy. You know, I don't need to name names, but someone was saying that Boston Wrestling's got more t- YouTube views on us or whatever. Oh, you whatever. Bore, you bore me. Go no, on. no, but that's not that's you. All, it's, you don't bore me. It's Go okay. On. Look, yeah. dude, if you like a certain show, don't like another show, whatever. Muzzle tough. We're trying to do the best we can. Right and mm-hmm. do the best show we can. Sure, right, absolutely. That's it. Um, some find us entertaining, others. some That's... don't find us entertaining. Whatever, yeah. right? Um, and a half out of ten. I will tell you this. I'm okay with that. I respect Marty Jannetty. Yeah. Always have. We've had our problems with him. Do you think? Okay, just a little. Maybe. Um, I don't agree, and I'll say this. I know there's a lot of Boston wrestling fans out there. Mm-hmm. This is the second time mm-hmm. Dan has gone to social media. Right. You know, right. with the, he's got problems, but mm-hmm. ripping them apart. Right. You know, but he's got ankle problems or right. Tony's broke. Listen, if you know secrets or you know certain things, and I don't know this to be a fact, I'm just hypothetically saying this, okay. that Tony Atlas needs money. Why would you go to social media and embarrass Tony Atlas? You know, Someone that's given us what he's given us. Again, you know, it's the most baffling thing about that approach that, he's, that he seems to have taken. I mean... He's worked with them over and over again. And made lots of money. But we worked with Marty one time and we're like, what the fuck? That was a normal, natural thing. Yes. Could you picture us, and this is what I mean by this, could you picture us leaving Marty in an airport at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning? We wouldn't... I can't see us doing that. Again, what they do on their end is they do on their end. My whole point is this. I still think it's Don't sucks, go don't to know, social media right. and rip someone apart. Right. And I would say it to the man's face. I would say it to the man's face. You don't do it. Doing business with him for a long period of time. When I had a problem with Marty, did That's... I go to social media on it? No. What did I do? Refresh me on the exact course of action. When he came to the first show... A signing. Right. We were new to the industry. Right. We had a signing. Right. And Marty partied oh, God. a little hard when sure. I had children there. Right. Correct. What? I wasn't happy, was I? No one was happy. How did wasn't I? just you and me. How did I approach Marty before the second show? Everybody saw the second show mm-hmm. when he punched me in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hmm. What happened before? Did I not have a conversation with him before? Mm-hmm. And I told him straight up how I felt. I didn't right. go to social media. I remember the tension in, right? the, in the room. In the second show, yeah. he wanted to speak about it. I tried to avoid right. speaking about it because you wanted a good show. I wanted to get through it. And Marty right. wanted to talk about what I was saying to him. Right. And then it right. went to where it went. Yeah, it sure did. Sure did. Since yep. then, Marty, I've cleared the air like men, and right. that's it. Right. Uh, anyway, I want to thank – I want um, Chris Davis says, as far as Dan goes, I don't know which is greater offense, his exploitation of Marty, Marty or his god-awful opening montage of high school-level editing for those boy, embarrassed hard cuts. Boy, did he hit a home run with that, that montage comment. Am I allowed to say it? stuff like that? That is the guess, worst yeah. arts and crafts. You fail. That's horrible. Wow. I couldn't pass in third grade with that intro. Can I, can I, I don't even know what I'm watching. I get so confused. Oh, man. It's 
horrible. I'm trying you know to take the is? high road. No, here. I'm not. I'm not trying to take the high road, okay? You know, say whatever you want. Yeah, I'm so used to it, the things that have been said about my mother. Anyway, it's ridiculous to me. I'm sorry. How can you work work him like that and not notice? You've worked with him a while. How do you not notice he's heading towards what he was heading towards? He was in terrible pain. He said it was building up over a couple of days. You don't realize I might be pushing the guy I work with a little too hard. Modern Day Warrior says, and we love you, Modern Day. The punch in the face was a work, looked like a work. Want to answer that question? You know what? I'll tell you what. Let's polygraph me. All right? Because I'm the guy to really ask about all of this. Let's polygraph me and watch the line not move at all. That was one of the most intense, ridiculous moments of my life. I didn't want it. I didn't see it coming. Although I did ask for it at that point because I had had enough with the tension in the fucking room. I had had enough. Sorry, not a work. JJ says mind. out there, Marty is Dan's money oh, bag yeah. of comedy and pisses me off. When Marty's in bad shape, get him help, not show him off. By the way, I still love Modern Day Warrior because I know he's... He's a good... He's, listen. He's always got cool... First of all, I want to say, respect... What I was just saying, though, it was, it was as real as it gets. Respect to everybody uh, that comments on our chair. show, good or you bad. Yeah. We have nothing but respect for you. Right. That is your right as a viewer. Absolutely. And we love the fact that Absolutely. you guys give us your time, your precious time to watch us. So guess what? If you don't like us on certain points, it's mm-hmm. all good, bro. We're mm-hmm. okay with it. I love it. I, I like to say certain things so people mm. can hear our thoughts, and whether mm. you like it or not, and I'm still, I hear your thoughts too. I'm still hearing when he hit your face because I was standing a foot away, by the way. I was standing right in front of him. Which was a scary moment. That was that was insane. Because no one saw after when you were wrestling no, with him on the phone and I on the floor and I had to go jump up and try to stop not that even too. Get into all of that afterwards because that was just complete insanity. I really lost my mind. Anyway badly. We're going to announce some upcoming shows and we gotta get out of here. I just want to make a statement, right? Sure. Is that these are legends that we all love to watch. Mm-hmm. Good, bad or indifferent. Right. Right. Julian Arnas says out there, all shoot interviews take advantage of old drug ad- addicted wrestlers to some degree. Sir, I'm going to say this to you. I would never take advantage of a legend that I watched. Even a regular human being, I wouldn't do that. We may ask hard questions. We may ha- ask uncomfortable questions, but we don't look to hurt anybody. Right. right? We don't look to take advantage of anybody. Right. Um, I'll tell you what. Like certain people who write in to make comments. Well, my memory is very long. I know who that was. Well, Go on next. I'll make another comment. Yeah. We don't put our stuff on Patreon. We give every one of these interviews, right. 100% of the interview, free to everybody on YouTube. Okay? Because YouTube is not a source of money for us. We have sponsors right behind us mm-hmm. that pay for this wonderful show. So we won't take advantage of these these legends that we grew up on. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, Del Wilkes, Wilkes was on the show and said about his substance abuse problems. Mm. I think that if anyone's promoting a show and they had Del Wilkes on and that poor man just passed away of a heart attack, shame on you if that's what you're trying to do for some YouTube money. That's an embarrassment. Amen. Amen. Right? Yeah. With that, can announce some shows. What do we got? Maddie, I don't have it in front of me, man, so I'm just going to go off the hip. When is new? When is the tribute to New Jack with Super Crazy and Mustafa? August 6th. August 6th, what, 8 to 10? I love that right. lineup. August 6th, 8 to 10, yeah. tribute to New Jack, a legend. 
And then we have, help me out. July 31st, MTV, Marissa Jade. Marissa Jade, MTV, and... Uh, My palms are sweating. My palms are sweating. And August 12th, like Missy High. I'm sweating. What the hell? We want to welcome back Super Producer Matt. Glad to have you Matty back, ice. brother. Matty as, as usual. <laughs> He's got the mic. He found it. Go How ahead. are you, bro? I'm doing amazing. We missed you. I knew it was tough, guys. If you don't know, we use something called vMix here. We had to use Zoom because Marty had to go off his phone and it wasn't working well. Matt, how do you describe Zoom in four letters? Pain. There <laughs> uh, we go. Nice. So we had to set up separate monitors or whatever, but I think the interview came off great. Yeah. I'm very excited. I will tell you personally, yeah. I am so excited for August 12th, Missy Hyatt. Uh, you've got to be. Dude, amazing. I am off my gourd. I think I may amazing. come in here a suit and tie. Wow. Interesting. What, uh, wait a minute. What am I going to wear? Scooby-Doo PJs? I mean, I don't have a suit and tie. The Farrell doesn't <laughs> have a suit and tie. We'll have to buy you one. <laughs> what? No. Anyway. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I hope that Marty answered all the questions. I hope that everybody felt that the interview was respectful towards Marty Jannetty mm-hmm. along with uh, Boston Wrestling. I learned a lot, but I learned that Dan should change his beginning to the show. It's terrible. If that's the worst we're going to get out of this, I think it's been a successful interview. I thought we took interview. it way easy on the poor guy. Your, show, your intro sucks. you got to fix it, bro. But other than that. With that, this has been Mike Monty. This has been The Pharaoh. And until next time, later.